Welcome to episode number 52. Thank you, as always, to DJ Jacques and Winstrong. Check them out on SoundCloud. So this is episode 52. High Times presents Free Weed from Danny Danko. Stick around. We're going to talk to Taryn from BC Northern Lights, all about the BC Grow Boxes, about growing uh, indoors in boxes, and uh, a bit more about the company as well. So that there's that and our cultivation section which we will answer grow questions from our listeners so uh please stick around this is an interesting episode because we've had uh, one particular sponsor for many many of our 52 episodes yeah and and we finally decided what the heck let's have him on the show well, yeah, and the thing is, they're he's, they're not just a sponsor; they're friends, and they've been in this business for a long time. They got into the business, you know, based on the same way we all did: their interest in cannabis and uh, growing it and making units to do so. So, uh, particularly if you are interested in uh, grow box growing, basically confined space growing, if you live in an urban area. Or, you know, just because it suits your needs, this is the episode for you, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we really break it down as far as uh, how they're how they're built and what the differences are between, uh, let's say, a, a, more, a cheaper version or, you know, the, the one that's costlier but has, uh, you know, added benefits and, and things that uh, it brings to the table. Yeah. Yeah, there's all well. Th- that's the great thing about that company. And not to keep going on and on about Beast Northern Lights, but they really do have a grow box for everyone's needs. Yeah, you know. So yep. definitely, you're gonna want to stick around and hear Dan's conversation with Taryn from BC Northern Lights. But before we get into that, uh, we we have some events coming up. Well, we have a big event coming yes. up, right? Yes, the Los Angeles area Medical Cannabis Cup, third annual. I believe this is the third one we're doing there, yeah? It is. Yeah, and we are out in San Bernardino. Our second time in San Bernardino. Yeah, and uh, we're, we'll be doing a free weed show, of course, at that uh, event. In fact, uh, I'm not going to announce who's going to be on the panels, but uh, I've got some really interesting people on the grow panels both of those days. We're going to do Sunday and Saturday at 3 p.m. in San Bernardino. We've got a huge venue for this event, so it's going to be pretty exciting. And we're going to record uh, the live free weed on, on the Sunday, I believe, right? Yeah, absolutely. Very absolutely. cool. And of course, uh, for those of you who don't know, that event takes place in San Bernardino on February 8th and 9th. Uh, we have a, a concert featuring B.O.B., our old friend Bob. Yeah. That's fr- that's the Saturday night show. Yeah, he played in Amsterdam. It was a great show. And uh, he's definitely a big time weed lover. We got to get him on the show because... Uh, he, we gave him some free weed in Amsterdam. He was very happy with uh, free weed and free hash. And, uh, yeah, he's got a lot of tunes about marijuana, and uh, he's a good dude. He's actually a really cool uh, cool gentleman. Yeah, great performer, so we're looking forward to that. And, uh, of course, 
If you haven't gotten your tickets yet but you are interested, definitely check out CannabisCup.com. And then all the info is right there. As Dan mentioned, he's going to do two seminars uh, on Saturday and Sunday at 3 p.m. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And the Sunday one will be a uh, live free weed uh, show that we'll be taping and, and broadcasting as well. For those of you who can't make you it know what, to I'm the gonna desert. Just, I'm going to spit it out, though. We've got someone uh, on that show that we've never had, Mr. Mel Frank, uh, Grow Book author. I didn't think you could hold it in. Yeah. You had that look on your face. <laughs> was, all right. Yeah, Mel Frank will be on that Sunday panel as well as... Uh, a number of other people. I'm I'm excited about it, and uh, we're going to try to get to the nitty gritty of ba- the the basics and the complications of of cultivation. Yeah, that's that's very exciting, and the other names on that panel are, are very exciting as well. So you definitely want to check that out if you come to the cup. So a lot of firsts for us. We have uh, Mel Frank, and then on this episode we have Taryn from Beast in Northern Lights. What do you say we hop into that interview and hear what Taryn has to say? Let's do it. All right, we are talking with Taryn. He is the proprietor of BC Northern Lights. Welcome, Taryn. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, we've been friends a long time. I've watched uh, your company grow, and I'm, we're really happy that you guys have been a sponsor on the show for all, all these episodes. Yeah, how many shows have we done sponsored yeah. by BC Northern Lights? Yeah. This is amazing. They're definitely our, our core sponsor, and um, hopefully you get calls from people uh, about the show as well we do we get actually uh we get a lot of response from it it's great and you've it's been great to see your guys's growth and and you build your uh your viewership so it's exciting <laughs> cool cool well tell tell me a little bit about bc northern lights and the history of the company what you guys have have done and for how long uh we've been around uh incorporated for 13 years around for 16 um, building them, you know, working on the, the prototype and, and building them for our, our friends and, and family. But so we've got a long history, and basically, you know, we wanted to, to separate ourselves from the beginning as, as the, the people that, that built the highest quality product that was, uh, you know, the, the most automated and, and built the last by us. You know, um, we built these from the ground up. And we wanted to stand behind our product by supporting it. Obviously, um, makes sense. We've, we've built a, um, an awesome customer base over the years that that we you know we go down to. We, we still visit all the time and, and hang out with and have dinner, and, and it's been rewarding. So you you mean you actually make friends with the customers and end up hanging out with them? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you see, you see a lot of the same people as, you know, Dan and, and, and a lot of the, the, the shows, right? So it's kind of cool because, you know, and, and we've been doing some different side projects with different uh, rappers, uh, like like uh, Snoop Line did a custom rap box for him. And so you get to show those at the, at the shows and people, customers come by and get to see that. And, and, you know, then they share their experience with you. And a lot of these people, like I said, you, you just you build up a friendship. And, and, you know, especially over the years, we've got customers, you know, going back 14 years, right? So... And you guys did a custom box for uh, Kid Cudi in Denver a few years back, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Dan that was a great, <laughs> great night. To, uh, yeah. Kid Cudi on stage and, and presented him with the box as well. And, uh, um, yeah, we like to do stuff like that. It's fun. Now, what are, what are the benefits of uh, using a grow box and, and growing in general? What, what's really the benefits of that? Um, 
I'd say first and foremost, it's like anything else, right? If you can be, you know, self-sustainable, then then you're a better person. Um, if you don't have to rely on anybody else, then you know I think you're better off for it. Especially, you know, in this situation because you can provide yourself with a with a much cleaner, um, you know, better end product, right? Um, that you're not worried about somebody was growing a cash crop and and you know they're spraying it with whatever at the last minute to save that cash crop. This is, you know, you know what went in it because you grew it, right? And and so there's, and there's something about that. It's like anything, connecting your, 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 to your food or connecting to, to your weed, it's the same thing, right? If you can share it with your boys and, and your friends and, and be like, I grew this, there's, there's something special in that. And obviously, you know, I don't know, that, that's the point, right? You can also, there's the, the money side of it where, look at these guys are lined up in Colorado. You know, these guys are spending 400 an ounce and up. And you guys, you, you know the game that's out there. Well, why would you spend that money? I, I just, I don't see it. I would, I would grow my own. Yeah. And do, so. And you can, uh, you can grow six plants based on that new law as well. So um, that's a perfect number for a grow box. Now, um, there are other grow boxes out there that are cheaper than the ones you can get from you guys. What sets your grow boxes apart and makes them worth worthwhile? For sure, there's basically, um, I would say that the you know the main thing is is quality. Um, we're the only people that make these from the ground up, right? Like we're we're punching on the metal. We're putting a high end component in there um, that that's going to last. And it's got one plug in, so there's not, you know, we're not sending you a series of components in a in a tent with with a power bar and a bunch of plugins. It's clean. It's one plug in. It's all male female. Everything's easy to swap out. It's safe. Lockable doors. And we back our product like nobody else. Again, you, you know, we're here seven days a week, and we have all of our people. If they're not at their desk, it goes at their cell phone. So that's, that's basically how we separate ourselves. And, and as far as the quality, then a lot of times, you know, you got to make sure you're stacking apples to apples, right? Like, do you have CO2 injection system? Do you have some of the options that we offer too? Cool, cool. Um, what, in general, what are some of the things people should know about growing in, in inside a grow box, what are the limitations of that? Still, you know, you want to make sure wherever you're putting that box is, is regulated, right? That that you're not, you know, we get uh, some people that want to put it out in in a, a garage in in Texas, right? And and it's, obviously, then if you can have a window mount AC unit, <coughs> et cetera, in the garage, then then you know as long as you're where you're putting that box is is fine, then then that's good. Um, the box is there to to basically you know help help automate things and and take away some of that the the procedures, right? Free up your time. Cool, cool, and uh, you guys, uh, most of the boxes come with a hydroponic system. Uh, built in now what what sort of nutrients do you get with that box as well uh, we made our, our start three years ago we started making our own line so we give um, there's an option you can do organic or uh, or a synthetic blend and basically what we do with ours is is you know, we give three tiers um, of, of what you can get and then we give a custom feeding schedule Right, so we, you know, we, basically the user, they just need to follow that week by week and and uh, follow the schedule that we've given them, and and they're good. Cool. And um, you mentioned CO two injection. You guys have that as an option, and everything's automated uh, with fans that that suck the air out through charcoal filtration as well. Uh, yeah. 
and 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 tell us a little bit about um, the touchscreen technology because that's a new thing. I haven't seen that in other grow boxes either. Yeah, for sure. We're same as everybody. We're we're making some some pretty exciting advancements. I mean, obviously, the goal is is to to be able to offer the end user with the touch of a button. That's it. Everything it's it's fully hooked up, plumb to water. Um, it it does every every facet, right? And and you know that's why we're there for support. But at the same time, we want that full full automation because people want that. And so that's why the, the touchscreen came in, um, is to be able to, to regulate all elements. And, and that's, that's the technology that we're, we're, we're basically, we've been working on for years, and, and we're, we're finally really happy with the development. So it, it's, a higher, it's a higher price point, but it's for, for you know, the, the person that doesn't want to do anything, right? Cool. Um, also, tell me, tell me about the Urban Cultivator. Uh, what exactly is that unit? Yeah, it's basically same same ownership group, uh, just a spinoff, um, and it's it's a company that makes um, you know we cut our teeth learning our, our the technology and the, the growing skills on the BC Northern Light side, so we we applied it to um, a, a, an appliance that grows microgreens, classic herbs, lettuces, more geared towards that instead of uh, instead of marijuana or classic vegetables. So basically, we put them in restaurants. A lot of restaurants will use them, and, and you know, a lot of these restaurants will spend a lot of money buying live flats. So we're we're taking out that budget for them, and 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 it looks super fresh, and and people have really gravitated towards it. So it's interesting. Right on. That's excellent. And I know you have some programs to set those up in third world countries, uh, with some interesting uh, interesting yeah, plans. That's a big part of our. our program you know we want to give back we want to we want to give in and firsthand by setting up these you know uh living produce cells that we call them and, and show people how easy it is to, to grow your own food with some of these microgreens especially as opposed to us waiting for you know classic vegetables you know six to 14 weeks you can get the benefits of these microgreens in a week to two weeks and, and get, you know, pound to, to, to four pounds of flat. So if you want to feed the hungry fast, this is, it's a great solution. Uh, cool. Uh, you know, one of the things I like about the bloom box, you talked about self-sufficiency. Well, you guys have that unit. It, you can keep your vegging plants, your clones, and your flowering plants all inside one uh, two-chamber system. And, yeah. uh so you don't have to go out for for clones. You don't have to buy clones even, right? Or, or you know, order seed where you, you might have that downtime. You can at least, like you just said, be fully self-sufficient where it's, it's you can stage it too where while you have your plants flowering on the right-hand side, you can take your clones and, and have your mom sit over there, take your clones, get them nice and established, roots ready, so as soon as you crop out, then you follow in with that next batch that's already established and ready to go into flowering. Wow. Uh, the, uh, for people who, who do have access to clones or maybe feminized seeds, um, they might want to check out the producer. That's just a one-chamber system, uh, and, yeah. and that's just a, like, the name is perfect. It's the producer. There's two lights in there. Yeah, good call, then, for the, sure, because then, absolutely, if you got a supply where they're, they're ready to go or you don't have that downtime, then put them in the producer, and, and it'll obviously harvest more for you. Cool. And again, uh, for people, let's say, who are living in, in a, a small apartments or uh, in the city like we are here in New York, um, what would you recommend as like a smaller sized 
system? Uh, I would say there's, there's options, depends. Like, what we have the, the roommate, which is four plants. And, you know, it, it depends same as anything. Or that you can, we get a lot of people that still put that bloom box in because, you know, your, your size, it's only, um, you're talking about really four feet uh, high, five feet wide, you know, two and a half feet deep. So it's not that crazy. And, and, you know, you can get that steady pound to two pounds out of that. Or you can get the roommate where you're going to get, you know, um, a quarter to a half every six to ten weeks, depending on your strain. That's excellent. And uh, yo, we should also mention you guys make a drying box as well, right? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, just using the same technology with the, you know, with the, the uh, carbon filters, obviously to block out the the, uh, the smell, and then just to move the, the proper air over the product because that's, that's the most important time too. And all the boxes are on casters, uh, wheels, so they can roll around. Um, tell us a little, because they're big units, uh, some of them. How, what's the shipping situation like, and, and, and what do people expect? What can people expect if they order one of these? Uh, basically, it's, you know, we use discretion, obviously, as Paramount, but it's, it's brown wrapping, but it, it, it looks like an appliance. So it comes on a pallet, and they can, it comes with a power tailgate. They can cut it off, and then you can keep the, the, the brown wrapping on it, and roll it in because, like you said, it has wheels. But again, I don't think it's uh, like the, the individual units aren't aren't that big. We get people that get combos that get you know several of the units together. But um, each one, like I said, is only f- uh, five wide, four high, and two and a half deep. So you can keep the wrapping on it and roll it in wherever you gotta go. That's excellent. You also have a cloning unit. Um, what's that called? That we have the nursery. So the that nurse. we put that in a lot of dispensaries. We'll pick that up uh, for people who, like you just mentioned, uh, sell clones. Nice. Let's talk a little, just a little bit about growing in a grow box. What do you think are some tips for people who are using a BC Northern Lights grow box in order to be successful over and over and, and harvest successfully? I would say, I mean, same as anything, um, we give a grow journal with with our product too, um, and and the reason is because you want to see what your what made you successful, right? And and repeat that, and that's why we've we've given that recipe for the nutrients out, as well as do the seven day week support for for any first time growers. But you know, don't don't overcomplicate things. Don't, and as you know, Dan, you, through your column and stuff, a lot of people can overthink things and over metal, which which can can create a negative situation. So just you know, let uh, just cover your bases. Make sure that your temperatures are good, and and um, you can achieve the humidity levels easily, especially with the lid, the, the dome lids for clones and, and germinating. But but to, to keep it simple. Nice, excellent, excellent. So um, I guess if people want to know inf- more information about you guys, they can check out uh, bcnorthernlights.com. Uh, you can always call them seven days a week at 888-236-1266. And, uh, yeah, anything else you wanted to say, Taryn? Well, actually, Taryn, before you go, maybe you could settle one of the longest-standing bits of confusion on this show. Uh, if people get in touch with you and they mention free weed, do they get anything as a bonus? Do they really get six months free nutrients? 
they do. We're still honoring that. We haven't wow. talked about that because that was that's going back uh, some history. But we we put a time cap on it. But we we love your show and and yes, we will honor that. It's a forever standing deal. <laughs> oh, man, Thank that's, you. That's great. That's great. So uh, oh, thank you guys. Is uh, is there anything else you'd want to uh, mention to our listeners? Grow your own. <laughs> Grow your own. Well, listen. Hey, thanks a lot for uh, for coming on. Um, do you guys ever do like tours for people if they make it up to uh, Vancouver, where they can come all in? All the time. Yeah. We, we love having people come up. We uh, we've had we've had some pretty funny stories in the past, but yeah, come up and we can make some new stories. Wow, that's great, yeah. Taryn. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for being a sponsor. Thanks for being a friend. Um, thanks for everything, and keep up the great work. And uh, take care. Thanks, Taryn. All right. See you guys. Thanks again. This is Piotr Phenomenal, the national organization for the reform of marijuana laws. Did you know that more than 400,000 Americans were arrested last year for the possession of marijuana? People are being sentenced to up to 40 years for even standing beside a joint. Well, I think it is definitely time for you to help doing something towards this. To find out what you can do, just write normal, N-O-R-M-L. 1600 K Street Northwest, Washington, D.C., 2006. That's 1600 K Street Northwest, Washington, D.C., 2006. Help normal to help protect your rights. Well, that was, that was very cool. I'm glad that we, we got to catch up with Taryn, and uh, you had a nice nice talk with him there. And, uh, you know, it, it's a great company. It's been very supportive of our show, and we want to be very supportive of them as well. So check out BC Northern Lights. Yes. Now, uh, listeners who are familiar with the format of the show, uh, they have a general feel for what we do with the cultivation segment. However, uh, you are going away. You're you're flying to Denver tomorrow. Yes, is that right? I will be in Denver all right. weekend long on a uh, story there. And I am insanely lazy. So what we're gonna do is uh, we're gonna give you a little strain of the fortnight and answer some grower questions, and uh, we hope you enjoy that. And then we'll we'll be back to you next week. So what do you say, Dan? Yes. Has it been two weeks? Yeah, and two weeks, as we all know, is a fortnight. <laughs> if nothing else, you learn something on this show. I'm bringing it back. Yep. Struggling, right. but I'm, I'm bringing it back. People call it the Fortnite, though. I, I have had uh, listeners mention that in, yeah. in, in a few things. So. It's, a, you know, it's kind of unique. It's sort of ye old. So <laughs> what's your ye old strain of the Fortnite? Well, you? you know, this time of year, Mike, people suffer from depression. It's like they get sad, and there's actually seasonal affectional disorder, um, which I don't like to use the word disorder uh, on those sort of things. But either way... If you're bummed out yeah, and you kind of like haven't gotten out of the house and it's been freezing cold or whatever it might be, you're not growing uh, for whatever reason. And we may have done this strain before. In fact, I could probably guarantee we've probably mentioned it, but not with the specifics of this issue. So the strain is Dr. Grinspoon, and it is named, of course, for the noted cannabis researcher and author, Dr. Lester Grinspoon, whom we have had on the show in the past, and uh, Harvard Medical School professor whose brilliant advocacy and writing in defense of marijuana spans four decades. Uh, he basically invented medical marijuana. Uh, in 1973 or 74, he wrote uh, The Forbidden Medicine, 
and you know uh, we talked about it on the show so you can go back and listen to the old shows uh, and check out the one with Dr. Grinspoon because he talks about how he learned about medical marijuana f- through uh, the cancer of his son Danny and it's quite a, a, a moving case that was made and he talks about his friend Lester Grinspoon and and John Lennon and all kinds of stuff and um, just an amazing thing that he's been able to do and this strain is named in his honor by uh, the good folks at Barney's Farm uh, connected with Barney's Coffee Shop and it's pure, pure sativa. If you look at it, it's crazy. It looks very old school. Um, you know, there, there's rumors that it was pulled out of uh, a very sativa batch of hash. Either way, it's got that super long flowering time, 13 to 14 weeks, sometimes 15 weeks. Uh, it's like an heirloom genes. When you look at it, it's just little tiny nubs on every stem. It's not something that even looks very pretty. Uh, when smoked, on the other hand, you realize what the true worth of it is, which is uh, a really uplifting and soaring feeling that really has no ceiling. It just lasts and lasts, and you can just keep smoking it. Um, the taste is very much, um, you know, hashy kind of flavor with a bit of uh, spice to it. And, uh, yeah, that's the Grinspoon. Growers, you know don't grow this for other people pretty much this is something you pretty much would have to grow for yourself if you want to really uh experience it you can find it uh you know in coffee shop in amsterdam you can find it at barney's uh and if you do you know pick it up and buy it very strong very energetic Uh, some people even report that it gives them panic attacks so you know if you if you're prone to that sort of thing you probably would want to stay away uh but depression for depression for nausea in particular uh, the Dr. Grinspoon strain is uh, amazing. And, uh, yeah, thank you to Derry for, for bringing it out. And, uh, you know, the, the nuggets of it eventually, you know, are very frosty, very tasty. Um, just have to be patient with it. Don't overfeed it. And uh, there you have it, Heirloom Sativa, Dr. Grinspoon from Barney's Farm. Yeah, absolutely. And and Dr. Grinspoon is somebody who's meant a lot to High Times. Uh, our Lifetime Achievement Award is named after him. It yeah. is the Dr. Lester Grinspoon Lifetime Achievement Award. And it's great that he is honored in such a fantastic strain. But like you said, be careful. That is a racy sativa right there. Mm-hmm. So what do you say we move on to my favorite part of the show? Grow questions answered by the Danny Danko <laughs> on air. Let's do it. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> left me hanging there for a sec. Let's do it. All right, well, if you have a question that you would like Dan to answer on Free Weed, please write us. Our email is freeweed at hightimes.com. You could also get us on Twitter at Danny Danko, at MyQ's underscore, and hashtag Free Weed. Let's go to email first. Marcus writes, hello, Danny and Mike, still loving the podcast. That's nice. We haven't lost him yet. I wonder if people from all over the world can now go to Colorado and enjoy the new freedom. Yeah, the answer to that is yes, you can. Uh, There were people in line. uh, I just looked at an article today that was, uh, I I don't know if it was Denver Post or or one of those places, and people were in line from Poland, uh, from all over Europe, all over the United States, um, you know, states like Alabama and Georgia where you can really... uh, pay the price for even just for possession of small amounts um, people found it to be uh, an emotional experience Uh, the person behind the counter said that uh, 
you know, every single person is just so happy. And these are people that have waited in line, sometimes in the snow, in order to get in there. So, uh, yeah, the, the answer to that is yes, you can. And Even uh, our own Dan Sky, yep. who was on last <laughs> the show last time, he was apparently the first person in the state of Colorado to buy legal pot. Now, well, what, yeah. there's a disputes about that. There are know. some disputes. I don't co-sign that. Uh, no, okay. That, Me neither. But, All right, I'll tell you what. That first question, thank you, Marcus, for sending that in. Shout out to you. But that was a bit of a, a softball. Let, let's get into some gross stuff right here. Yes. So Curious writes us, and Curious has written in before, so thank you, Curious. Big respect to the Free Weed Massive. All right. Cool. Uh, curing, I've repeatedly heard, is what separates okay weed from connoisseur weed. I have a few questions about this art. First... What is your preferred technique for curing once the bud is dried and jarred? And second, what is your minimum recommended time to cure before smoking and sharing? Okay, good question. Uh, Yeah, I mean, basically, after the buds are dried uh, on the stems and are basically crispy on the outside and, and feel dry on the outside, that's when I would trim those individual buds off the stems and jar them up. And at that point, you'll you'll they'll feel dry on the outside when you when you close them inside a glass jar, prefer preferably opaque glass jar, and uh, you close them in there for a little while. After you know an hour or two closed up in there, the moisture level from inside the bud will move to the outside of the bud, and it'll basically replace. You're replacing the moisture levels um, from the inside to the outside and then out of the jar. So the humidity level will will eventually uh, settle to a medium, and then you open the jar. We call it burping the jar sometimes. And uh, you open the jar, you release that moist air, and you leave. You can leave the jar open for you know a minute or two or ten minutes or however long you'd like. But basically, you're just replacing the air inside the jar and resealing it. And once that air is resealed the same process begins again but a little bit of moisture has been taken out and you know at first i'd say you know know, a couple times a day once or twice a day you can burp the jar uh by by the end you know let's say uh it's been a couple of weeks 10 days you can just open it once or once a day uh and then basically after I'd say the drying period should take you anywhere between, let's say, five to ten days, ideally, you know, seven or more. And then the curing period should be at least a couple of weeks. And as far as sharing, you know, at that point, uh, you know, you can share it. It's still going to be very fresh, um, but you are going to want to go about a month from the day that you cut down in order to really uh really taste and and have it fully expressed what the uh what the plant was capable of and what how well you grew it out so basically a month from when you cut it down is a good good uh starting point to start with the testing and sharing and all that all right well and curious also wonders uh, you know as far as the people entering the cup contests what what do you believe the average curing time to be for the the really good stuff that you have smoked is it let me put it this way is it like harvest where when you think it's ready you wait a week or uh, can you be a little quicker uh you know i think the the stuff that wins is typically going to cure it for a longer period of time like 2 to 3 months minimum because it has to burn perfectly to end up in the top 3 especially when there's competing with you know 35 or f- almost 40 
other strains. A lot of times it's the same strain competing against itself and the grower is really competing against each other with the same strain because how well it burns and how well it tastes even at the end of the joint is determined by how well it's cured. Um, you know, how well it's flushed is, is a major factor too, but the, the only thing you can do to make it better after you've cut it down is do a proper cure. And so I would say two to three months. Makes sense. And as Dan often says, he is not judging the pot. He is judging the grower. Thank you, Curious, for writing in. And the other thing I would mention is on the other end of that, if it's in jars for more than a year or so, it's kind of going to lose a bit of its, uh, you know, uh, just a little bit of the brightness that that it has. It'll take on other factors that, uh, you know, subtly can enhance the flavor in ways and sometimes can turn take away the flavor in ways so it's more difficult to win with something I think that's gone a little over and in that way I would compare marijuana um, to uh, if you were looking at wine less to like the Bordeaux side that you can put that wine away for 10 years and it gets better I'd say uh, you know like a Beaujolais you drink in the year that it's uh, that it's you know harvested and bottled and so marijuana, I think, is closer to the Beaujolais side than the, you know, Bordeaux side. I was just thinking that. Also, unlike wine, <laughs> this segment ain't getting better with age. So let's move on to Twitter. At uh, Fastberry writes, Mike Hughes, Danny Danko, how do you tell the difference between newt burn and pH lockout? I don't know, so I'm going to leave you to answer that. Okay, uh, that's a good question. And this is a mistake that many, many growers make. They see uh, leaves starting to yellow. Uh, they see, uh, you know, burnt tips, things that they think are nutrient deficiencies, which are actually nutrient lockouts due to pH variation. So the first thing you need to do is test the pH. So test the pH of your medium. If it's soil, uh, pour water through it that is of a neutral pH, let's say uh, 6.5 or so, and then test the pH of the water that drains out of your medium. Now, if that pH has fluctuated, basically, I'd say above, you know, 7.5 or below uh, 5.5, you are way outside of the parameters that you need to be into to not have nutrient lockout. So you need to either add pH up, pH down, whatever it might be, but you have to uh, balance that out and then feed with the nutrients. Because right now, uh, you're just adding nutrients that the plant cannot absorb, and you, you might think that they're not, there's not enough nutrients, and you're adding more nutrients, and the plant can't absorb it. And now there's so many salts built up, it's toxic. So uh, certainly I recommend flushing out your medium entirely if that's the case, and just basically starting fresh with an almost inert medium. And, uh, yeah, that's what I would say about that. Uh, if it's nutrient deficient, if you don't have a pH issue, Basically, if your pH is within those parameters, let's say um, it's different for hydro or soil, but, you know, as a baseline, if your pH is between uh, 5.5 and 7.2 or so, uh, and you're seeing these problems, then it's most likely not lockout, and then it is a nutrient deficiency, and you need to act accordingly, meaning add the nutrient that's deficient and... uh, well, can newt burn also be from overfeeding, or is that simply a deficiency? Yeah, newt burn can happen from overfeeding, and that's typically what happens, and that's what I was describing before. That's, um, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's when you're adding 
more and more nutrients because you think there's a deficiency and really what you're doing is just locking them out even more. So <laughs> my apologies, but hey, um, it's all good. You good? Yeah. Okay. I, I look. There's <laughs> a lot. Sometimes you got to tune out. Let me let me pull the curtain up for everybody listening. I do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. here behind the scenes. I can't listen to every word Danny Denko says. Uh, but my apologies. You, you for were that. right. You were right. There's deficiencies, and then there's new burn, and they were talking about burn as well. So okay. So thank you at Fastberry. I hope that helped. Um, and you know, uh, write us and let us know uh, which it was and how you took care of it. We'd like to know. Let's go to our last question, and, and this one's kind of cool, Dan. I think you'll get a kick out of this. John writes us, uh, "Hey guys, I love your podcast, and I've been a High Times reader since the '80s. I was a grower, and I got caught. Initially, I was charged with a Class A felony and faced 15 to 30 years. After a ton of hard work, I've reassembled the broken pieces of my life, and I've been to Denver to see the future. It's bright. So, from anyone who's paid a very high price." I wish I could give more to the cause and the plant that has infinite meaning to me. Let me know if there's anything I could do for you in South Dakota. Take care, your friend John. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's rough. That is 15 rough. 15 to 30. Uh, yeah. My absolutely. goodness. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, all I could say is join your local chapter of Normal, get involved, call your representatives. Do, you know, go to the normal.org and just do whatever that page asks you to do because there's things you can do on there for free. There's, thing, there's different levels you can choose in activism. And you can basically be an activist that just sits in front of a computer all day. You can be an activist that watches TV. All you have to do is just follow through on contacting your representatives. Uh, if you can spare 10 bucks a month or 25 bucks a month, put it on a card that just recurs automatically. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what I would say. That's the best thing you can do. And, hey, if uh, you tell them that Danny Danko sent you, that, that couldn't hurt either. <laughs> no, and then something that Dan says all the time to, to people he talks to, write to pot prisoners. You know, they, yeah. they want to hear from you. They want your support. It brightens their day. Do it. You know, take a little time and, and just write a pot prisoner. And, and you know a way that they could actually find those addresses, right? Absolutely. Uh, it's the-human-solution.org. Um, there's a prison outreach program there and uh, descriptions of uh, prisoners and addresses and everything there. So, uh, check them out. No victim, no crime. No one should go to jail for a plant. And uh, that's the-human-solution.org. Yeah, so do that. that. That's a very nice gesture, and it doesn't take a lot of time or energy, so do that. Thank you, John, for writing in. I'm not saying your last name because I don't know if you want me to. If you do, write me back, and we will on episode 53. So thank you for that. Thank you, everybody who wrote in. If you have a question, uh, write us, freeweed at hightimes.com. On Twitter, it's at Danny Danko, at MyQs underscore, hashtag freeweed. And if you want to produce freeweed eventually and you have your BC Northern Lights grow box, you're just missing your seeds, and we have a tip for that. Gorilla Seed Bank, our other sponsor. With them, you get the seeds that you need, the genetics. Uh, they have a bunch of different seed banks, and a lot of these seed banks will not ship to the U.S. If these guys are in the U.K. They will ship these seeds in their breeder packs to the U.S. Um, regular seeds, feminized seeds, autoflowering, whatever you want. Uh, their website's very simple and easy to check out. It's gorilla, like the animal, G-O-R-I-L-L-A, dash cannabis, dash seeds, dot C-O, dot U-K. Uh, there's a phone number on there. You can call them. They definitely throw in a f- uh, free seeds when you mention the show. And uh, they've been a sponsor sticking with us for a while. So keep it real. Keep it gorilla. Check them out. And uh, like I said, uh, ev- one of the number one questions I get is, how do I get seeds? Where do I get them from? How can I trust these people? These guys have been around for 10 years. 
you know, you can call them, you can talk to them on the phone. Um, I don't know what to tell you. They have basically every seed bank you could imagine listed in here, A to Z. So if you don't like this one, you can order from that one and you can get them all from Gorilla. So check them out. Absolutely. Please do support our sponsors. What do you say we take a little break, come back, put a bow on it? Let's do it. Oh, that was a good break. So we are back to wrap it up with Raw. That's how we wrap it up. We wrap it up with Raw. Well, episode 52 has been fun. Thank you to Taryn from BC Northern Lights. Uh, thank you to Gorilla Seed Bank. Thank you to all you guys listening on Stitcher. I really, I'm digging Stitcher. They give us like some pretty cool information about listening time and downloads and uh, average plays and completion rates and all kinds of cool stuff. And uh, yeah, we've been doing good on there. So shouts to you guys on Stitcher. Um, shouts to everybody who sends, uh, you know, tweets and Facebook stuff to us. Uh, definitely check us out. I'm at Danny Danko. Mike's at Mike hughes underscore yeah it's it's pretty simple it's mike hughes underscore <laughs> and you know people not that simple but you guys will figure it out it's easy if you I, could maybe get me up to 420 i have like 380 followers oh nice Let's so get, that's like what like one sixteenth of your followers let, hey I, had a, I have a thing that i want to crowdsource what do you say um this is a weird anomaly that dan discovered it on our soundcloud page our 50th episode was reposted like 300 times and our average reposting on SoundCloud is, I shit you not, two times. And usually so, it's mine. Yeah, it's usually me and you. We're the two. <laughs> so, so we're wondering what's... And, and all... It's funny. If you click on who's, who's reposting this, they, they all look like fake accounts. Yeah. It, it's like some weird uh, computer program glitch or something, but... So you tell us. What, check it out. Let us know if you know what the hell is going on here. And, yeah. And like know. High Times Magazine, like uh, on... Uh, on SoundCloud. Yeah. You know, become our friend or whatever that's called. Right. Why not? You got anything else? Uh, I don't know. 52 episodes. I'm psyched. Uh, uh, Denver, I'll see you this weekend. LA, I'll see you next weekend. And uh, yeah, that's how we do it. Episode 52 wrapped up with the raw paper. Put it in the books. Nobody's trying to tell you what to do. Nobody's trying to tell you what to do. But you got to go home to Karen. You got to go home.